Welcome to Hallmark, the podcast by and for people who work from home. I am your host, Dave, and this is episode 273, Prepping for the Week. If you like the show, please support us on Patreon, where you'll have early access to each episode, bonus content, the opportunity to listen along live every week, plus lots more. That's at patreon.com slash Podcast. You can also join our Discord, where you can chat with like-minded homeworkers and more fun stuff. You'll find a link to that in the show notes. Additionally, you can reach us by email at heyhomeworkpodcast at gmail.com. We read and respond to everyone. I'm going to add something new to the intro too. We now have a Spotify playlist of work from home friendly tracks. They're mostly uh, instrumental, but they're all approved by Harry and me. We're going to add 12 new tracks every month for you to listen to, and you can get the link to that in the show notes as well. Now, Let's get started. Harry, how are you doing? I'm doing great. How are you? I am doing just fine. It's been a long week. I'm tired. <laughs> <laughs> I it's so funny. Like the work from home life, you you would think is just, is not as bad as, you know, getting in a car, getting on a train and doing the whole commute. Nope, it mm-hmm. sucks no matter what. Sucks no matter what. There's the slogan for something i don't know anyway uh this week we are going to talk about prepping for the week ahead as you heard me mention in the intro excellent Uh, it's something i really like Uh, i'm excited to talk about it but before we do that we have tools of the week and harry i'm going to be selfish and ask if i may go first because i'm very excited about i know you've said many times over the week i'm so excited to talk about my tool of the week so yes (laughs) by all means the moment has come and i'm going to use it during the episode today uh it is the Bear Focus Timer, which you can find at bearfocustimer.com. It encourages you to put your phone down and get on with work via cute little bear animation. So here's how it works. It's basically a Pomodoro timer. Um, when you first start, uh, when you first launch it, you get a cute little hand-drawn image of a bear, and there's a big 25-minute timer on his belly. And then to activate the timer, you put your phone face down on your desk or whatever surface you're building, where you're working. As soon as you do, the timer begins and you hear this little white noise of like a stream or rushing wind. Hmm. And it's supposed to be very relaxing to help you focus. And then you just go and work. If you pick your phone up, the timer stops and the bear is sad. But if you leave it down for the entire 25 minutes, it makes a little noise. Maybe we'll hear it as we're sitting here. And um, you get a nice little cute message from the bear. And as you keep going, you get additional cute messages and you unlock little scenes. Yes, it's very gamey and hokey and cutesy, but I found it utterly charming. And if you want to play with it, go over to bearfocustimer.com. It's available for both iPhone and Android. It's funny, when I first saw this, I was and I, I saw the link first, and I was like, Bear. So did Bear, the to-do app, create a focus timer? Mm-hmm. But no, it's a separate thing entirely. And I'm just wondering, why are bears so into productivity? Bears love productivity. You know why? Because they have to hibernate, and you're not going to hibernate successfully if you don't plan. That makes sense. That That tracks. That is science. <laughs> that tracks. That's hard science. So uh, go check out Bear Focus Timer. Yes, it's a sort of gimmicky uh, Pomodoro timer, but I'm happy with it. I've got it running right now. Maybe we'll hear a ding, and I'll tell you what the cute little messages I receive from the bear when I have focused successfully for 25 minutes. Excellent. 
<clears throat> so my tool of the week is, uh, so I'll, I'll preface this with um, when I started working at this new job, I got a nice big 32 inch monitor. It's Ooh. at a much higher resolution than my laptop monitor. And so I have a lot more room to play with the windows, but I kept defaulting to standard window sizes of like two side by side, sort of like I would do on the iPad. Um, and I wasn't really utilizing the space that well. So I downloaded this app, it's called Moom. Uh, it's by a company called Many Tricks. I think it's about 10 bucks. And so what it does is you can assign keyboard shortcuts to um, different ways to position a window. So for example, if I hit Option, Command, Shift, Left Arrow, it turns whatever the front window is into a tiny sliver along the left side of my screen. And if I do Command, Shift, Option, Right Arrow, it does the same thing but on the right side of the screen. And if I use the down arrow, it plops whatever's front and center nice and wide uh, in the middle of the screen with space on the sides. So I can create, you know, sort of quadrants um, all around my screen. And I can do, I've done the same thing with, um, you know, numbers one, two, and three, and four. If I do the little hotkey combination in one, it pops it in the top left. And then if I use two, it's in the top right. And so I can control where the windows are at any given time. It also has built into, what it does is when it installs your into your system, if you hover over, and I should say this is Mac only, if you hover mm -hmm. over the green um, button, the, the expand button in your window, like if you're in Safari mm -hmm. and you want to expand it into full screen, you would click on that green. But if you hover over it, it then puts a little tooltip icon with, uh, or menu with a bunch of little icons with different colored slivers to show you what would happen if you chose one. So there's one for like full screen, left side, right side, top, bottom. So if you want to do it really quick, and you you know how you want to orient your your window you can use that as well so it's Maybe. really cool um it's a great if you have a big monitor or two monitors uh, and you want to rearrange your windows more easily moom is uh, probably the best window um arranger out there right now yeah and i just want to mention that is at manytricks.com slash moom don't go to moom.com which i did while harry was talking it is it is very very different <laughs> <laughs> Don't do that. Uh, anyway, uh, move the app. Uh, there's a free trial, and I think it's ten bucks to buy it. Yeah, it's about ten yes. bucks. It's well worth it too. And what's really cool is they give you. I want to say it's like 45 or 50, or it might even be 100, 100, they call them mooms, but you know, when you move your window over, so it's, it's move and zoom, so um, it gives you 100 different, um, or, or 100 moves to, to use, so you can really evaluate the, the service, uh, or the app, so if you want to try it out, and you know, if you use it more than 100 times in your trial, then I would suggest you buy it, because it's well worth it. Yeah, well that's great, that seems like a, a decent trial. Yes, exactly. You you only use it as much as you, you yeah. only yeah you you only uh, need as much as you use. So it's sort of like with Scrivener, you know, you get a thirty day trial, but it's not thirty consecutive days. It's thirty days of use. So if mm -hmm. you decide you use it on Thursday, but you don't use it Friday, Saturday, or Sunday, you've only used it for one day. Your trial doesn't expire after thirty days. Yeah, cool. So and don't use it Saturday and Sunday. Go do something fun. Relax. No, that's the time to get writing done. See, this is why I'm a bad writer. Anyway, <laughs> let's talk about prepping for what's ahead. This is a fun topic. Um, we want to talk about looking forward and making sure you're mm -hmm. uh, ready to go for when the time comes. One, one of the things I never want to do, and I've said this on the show before, is sit down at my desk and say, okay, what do I do now? I want, I want to have made that decision well in advance. So um, we're going to talk about that today. I'm going to uh, – I pulled a lot of this from my full focus planner. 
um, which I'm still in love with and I do plan on talking about in depth at some point. Um, but it has a, as part of its routine, it prompts you to look ahead and one of the things that's different, or I'm sorry, I should say one of the things that's different from how I had been thinking of looking ahead uh, that the Full Focus Planner offers is they want you to look two weeks ahead. Hmm. Um, for all this time, Harry, I've been just looking at the next seven days or typically from Sunday to Sunday. Um, but this has you looking two weeks ahead. And I've, I've got to say, I, I really like it. Even if I don't have to act on something that is 12, 13, 14 days away, it does feel good to know, okay, I'm aware this is coming. Uh, I feel on top of it and I feel prepared for it. So yeah, let's, let's talk about prepping for the week ahead. Excellent. Yeah, I um, I, this is something I had started doing when I was doing yeah. the Notion, um, the, the the August Bradley Notion course. You know, he's a, a big chunk of that has to do with plotting, planning projects. Um, you know, uh, tasks that then balloon into um, larger things, and so you know, tracking tracking time, tracking. Uh, how long it's going to take to do something, all the steps that are involved in it. It was something I was working on originally, and then when I dropped out of that whole Notion environment, I uh, I stopped doing it. But I've, I've started going back into it a little more now that I'm using things more often. And one area I'm using it a lot is with my new blog, um, the study, from the, from the dot study. Um, and so, you know, putting things in, planning for articles I want to write, like I just did, um, I just published one today about my whole coffee routine that had I had been planning and, and working on for a little while. So, you know, being able to sort of create an editorial calendar, so to speak, uh, for the content I want to publish, that's been really helpful. So I'm, I'm able to look ahead. Nice. Nice. Yeah, that's great. So um, let's go through the list that we have here in uh, our good friend Craft. One of the things that I have started doing, and I resisted doing this, Harry, for such a long time because it just seems so, I don't know, I guess hokey is the right mm. word for me. Um, but uh, I don't know. I, I kind of like it. Maybe it's because I'm an old man now and I, I get sentimental. But it's um, just list some big wins from the previous week. Uh, just two or three, really. Just list three, two or three uh, major accomplishments from the week. Um, not only does this give you that you know little feel-good feeling, it's also... You could look at it as a really nice piece of project history where you can say, okay, back on this week, I got this done. Um, this was completed and handed in on this day um, and so on. So it could be a nice tracking of that project's history as well as just a little positive reinforcement. Hey, look, I got these things done and that was great. So I've started doing it maybe for the past month and yeah, I've liked it. It's, it's been nice. I think it's also a good idea to track these things like your big wins from the past week really keep keep track of those because what ends up happening is we're we're entering April May which tends to be review season for certain companies mm -hmm. um, you know you, you have your yearly review and let's say you sit down with your boss and they say well you've been slacking off you have been doing this this and this and then you can turn and say well actually here are all the goal the the projects I've completed here's you know they came in on time under budget all that so you know what you what you have written here is actually untrue so just sort of having a sort of a CYA move <laughs> of, of keeping track of your your finished wins and everything that's a, it's always a good idea yeah, nice. Awesome. Um, so the second thing I would look at for my weekly preview is what do I need to prep for upcoming projects? Now, again, I've said this before. For me, a project is anything that requires two or more steps to be marked as done. Mm -hmm. So, 
you know, when the Williams account is a project, but also get the Honda and oil change is a project. So I like to look and say, okay, here's what's coming up. Um, for example, here in my real life, my daughter is doing some college tours next week and my son is doing some other stuff in a couple of weeks. So I just like to look at those when I'm doing my weekly sit down and say, all right, this is happening. What do I need to prep? Um, simple things as is the car full of gas and has it mm -hmm. had an oil change and is it ready to be driven all day to have we talking to, have we spoken to represent representatives at the school? Um, and we have our itinerary and blah, blah, blah. And again, this is, it gives me such nice peace of mind to know that yes, I'm prepared for these things and I've done what I need to do. And two weeks out, that's even better. Yeah, definitely. And and especially if you need if you need help with it from someone else or if you're relying on someone else or mm -hmm. other people to help contribute to this, you know, seeing that you you're a week ahead or two weeks ahead, you can start sending emails around, just getting people ready. Hey, you know, we're going to have this coming up. I'm going to schedule a kickoff meeting with everyone. We'll, we'll get on the same page and then we can start working on the project together. Um, you know, plotting that out ahead of time can only help you. Yeah, it is so important to put that stake in the ground for your waiting for items. So you can't make progress on this until Julie gives you the report. Yeah. Um, you really want to see that, obviously, so that when a week goes by, you can go back to Julie and say, hey, Julie, I'm still waiting for this. Um, otherwise, that, you know, that project's just going to languish in the breeze and gnash its teeth. Yes. I, I, so I'm looking at my things uh, instance on my Mac. And there's this every almost every to do app has this one area where people s stick stuff that they have no date for. It's called the someday column or the someday pile. And so, you know, I, I have this thing I need to do. I'm it doesn't have a date on it. I don't need to do it anytime soon. So I'm gonna throw it in the someday section. And it is the dumbest idea because if you have if it's if something's it on your to do list, you need to do it. And you have a date for it, and you have a deadline, and you 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 know it's there for a reason. Putting it in the someday pile, I never check the someday pile. It's not like I'm going to go in like, oh, my to do list is clear. Let's see if there's stuff I I can do in the someday pile. No, it's in there because I don't want to do it, so I'm, I'm not going to go in there and check. And I just, I wish they would just eliminate this idea of like I'll get to it someday. No, force me to put a date on it, or at least have it in front of my face so I have to stare at it every time I open the application, and and guilt me into to doing it because if you allow me to push it off into a into some unknown nebulous void where it will live in eternity then I'm never yeah. going to do it. Right. It's either a priority or it's not. Exactly. And and anything in the someday pile is not a priority. It's it's the junk drawer in your kitchen, uh, you know, with like packets of soy sauce and Band-Aids and, and mini golf pencils. And rubber bands. Yeah. <laughs> right. So this makes me think of, you talked about the, the Notion system by... August the, Bradley. Right. So one of the things he mentions is his non-active review. So this is all done by filterings, right? So as we all know, or as you may know, um, Notion is basically a, a light relational database. So you can set up as many databases as you want and have them talk to each other, right? So, and then you can have that data displayed in a myriad of ways. So one of the ways you do that is by filtering your data. Basically, you just tell it how you want to look at it. And I've gone over this in my weekly review videos that I do for patrons um, every Sunday. And um, uh, I'll, I'll show you again because it's really fun. So the non-active review will go and look at everything you have in your to-dos, your actions, mm -hmm. and will filter it by the status is not active, the status is not waiting, 
and done is not checked. So basically it's the other. Um, and I often don't have stuff in here because for that very reason, it becomes the, it just stresses me out to see this list of things in here that I know I'm not going to get to. It's yeah. like Instapaper. Remember Instapaper? Oh yeah. I still use it. I, I, I don't use it that much, but yeah, I do send stuff to Instapaper. I had to declare Instapaper bankruptcy. So if you don't remember, it was a way to basically to bookmark stuff you want to read for later. <clears throat> it displayed it very, very nicely. And so I would very easily just click, ooh, send this to Instapaper. I want to read it later. And next thing you know, I have four dozen articles that I have not read and I'm never going to read. And it just bothered me. And so I abandoned it. So yes, and um, David Allen does the someday maybe list. There's lots of ways to have mm -hmm. this sort of junk drawer or... I don't know, back burner simmering um, actions you want to take. If it works for you, great. Um, for me, it just made me feel guilty. Of, it became this like guilt-ridden list of things I'm not doing. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a real... It's, it's weight on your shoulders because there is something nagging at the back of your head because you know it needs to be done and, and you need to deal with it. But it because it's in this weird area that you know no one goes into, you're not going into, you're not looking at it, um, you sort of sometimes forget about it but like it it's just it's not healthy it's not healthy for your to-do list it's not healthy for your mental health it's, it's just it, it needs to be dealt with and and you know it we it, it is important that no matter what you're you're planning for whether it's a project or just a simple task just put a date on it put a deadline i always work better under deadlines if i know something needs to be done even if i have to do it the night before at least i know it'll get done so we talked about um prep you might need to do for upcoming projects you should also pay attention to prep you might need to do for upcoming goals goals of course can be much larger than projects not necessarily but they can be so what i like to do is i'll id three objectives that i can do this week or within the next two weeks to advance my progress on those goals these are you know concrete observable actions i can take to move myself closer to those things sometimes you get mired down in projects or the minutiae of the day-to-day I like to have things that will, like I said, move me towards accomplishing the goals right with my other to-dos. So they're, like you said, Harry, right in my face. So I see them every time. Right. The other thing is look for improvement. Uh, what can you improve or keep doing in the next two weeks? What worked really, really well that you want to keep at? We talked about that 1% improvement habit before where you make a little 1% change for the better in your daily routine or in your life and just like interest it compounds within uh, months or weeks or years you've made significant change um, without the pain of making significant change all at once at the same time is there anything you want to stop doing what's not working like the someday maybe list uh, maybe you don't want to do that anymore or what didn't work in the past week that maybe you want to cut out or change now, how long out do you plan your projects and goals? Is it, you know, like, let's say it's the middle of winter and you remember, oh, this summer I got to, I need to paint the deck or I need to, you know, put up the shed or whatever it is. How long, how far out do you plot those projects and goals? And, and how far is too far out? I like to just do quarterly, honestly, because I think, oh, if I want to, if it's a year from now, it might as well be 10 years from now for me, mm -hmm. you know? So I'll just do quarterly goals. Uh, I think they're smaller and more achievable than some crazy thing like become fluent in Japanese, which would take years. 
but a nice quarterly goal might go, let's look at my goal detail pages. Uh, sleep eight hours per night for five out of seven nights per week. Okay, that's achievable and it's measurable and it's a concrete goal. I can know if I did sleep eight hours per night for five consecutive, for five out of seven nights per week. I, uh, I also have, let's see what else is here. Oh, have uh, one date night with my wife per week by June 30th. Okay. So far, I've made zero progress. <laughs> but you're, so for example, you're that, that one goal about, you know, sleep eight hours a night for five, at least mm -hmm. five nights a week. You know, that's, that's a goal, but that's also sort of habit tracking. So do your, mm -hmm. are there then, is there a difference between those kinds of goals and the kind of goal, like my goal is to finish season two of The Shelf Life? It's not a project yet because I haven't really started working on it, um, and I don't have any time to, to really start working on it. But it's a goal. So you know, how, when when does a project become a goal, and and when does a goal become something else? Um, you know, geez, that's a really really good question. And boy, you know what I'm thinking of, Harry, right now? I'm thinking of Atomic Habits, which oh. are not yet prepared to talk about. But no, I mean, I've just started reading it. So one of the tenets of that book is forget about goals and focus on habit. And if you focus on habits, then goals take care of themselves. So you and I are eventually going to talk about that, but I don't think we're ready to do it yet. No, but, and I, I think that's going to be a terrific uh, extra series to discuss for the, the patrons. Um, yeah, and that's a really good question. When What is the difference between a project and a goal? Oh, my gosh. I'd have to think about it. I, I mean, hmm. a, a project most likely has clearly defined steps. So for example, if I were to make the shelf life a project, step one would be write the scripts, record the audio, uh, send the scripts to my voice actors, get their audio back, edit the audio, release the episode. You know, the, the, there's a clear order of operations there. Um, as a as just a generic goal, the goal is to finish it. The, the goal is to release it and, and put it out there. Um, ah, but that, see, maybe that's it. Maybe the goal is an on an enduring state you wish to achieve like your goal is to have a successful popular sitcom podcast is that accurate i mean to to have a sitcom podcast i don't know how popular it's ever going to be but you yes know the, I, you know what i mean the, but yeah yeah that, a project that you're happy with right and and you know i feel like we're writing a, a pop self-help book at this you know during this episode because you're now now we're sort of splitting between what kinds of goals there are there are these mm. long-term uh wellness goals like sleeping eight hours a day five nights a week um you know finishing the projects that you want to finish but then there are like the more short-term um you know substantial or not substantial but um tangible like tangible goals like finishing the finishing the podcast that's a goal um finishing the the novel i'm writing that's a goal so you know you've, you've got these two sides of the same coin it's just you know one is more stretched out for the long game like you know health improvements exercise every day that kind of thing and the other is something that's more immediate uh with a date on it uh that you can get done you know as you have time or, or you know as you put time on the calendar for hmm more finite if you will Yes, I'm. I'm gonna write this down. I'm. I'm. I'm gonna write this book. So if I'm looking here at the full focus planner, which I am, two, four, six, eight, ten. They have ten categories of goal. Maybe this will help us. Hmm. Okay. The categories are uh, spiritual, parental, intellectual, social, emotional, vocational, physical, avocational, 
Which I have to Google now. Marital and financial. Sleepy, dopey, happy, sneezy. Yes. Right. Doc, the whole gang. For example, let's see. Publish a one-shot adventure I have under vocational. I don't know if that's accurate. But then certain goals uh, will probably span the different... Multiple categories. Yeah, yeah. exactly. It's very tricky. It, and and you, you, tricky. Almost, you almost get wrapped up in like the minutia of it, you know, what kind of goal is this? And, and this is the same, the same rabbit hole you fall down when you, you start a new to do app and it's like, well, what does this button do? And was it, and you know, how do I orient this so that it works exactly the way I want it to work? And after three hours, you realize you've done absolutely nothing except click buttons and you haven't accomplished any actual tasks. Yeah. Then you feel badly about yourself. So Harry, right. Any, so other... I mean, Oh, please go ahead. I was, I was just going to say it, you know, it's, it's so easy to get wrapped up in, in, the 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 minutia the labels the you know what kind of goal it is but it, but it, I think it's important to to understand exactly what it is you're trying to accomplish um, and and you know how it's either going to better you or you know free you up to do other things um, and then you know move beyond so you know the the goal is to finish the script well then what what's after that or, or to finish the podcast I should say what's after that mm-hmm. is it to do season three is it to get better at marketing it is it to find new voice actors you know there there are goals beyond goals beyond goals but then are those projects <laughs> like it's it's such a vicious circle it's goals all the way down it's yeah goals on goals on goals I put we we put goals in your goals so you could goal while you goal like that wow. Like Wayne Gretzky, don't it's, it's pimp my to goals. Where the goal is skate to where the goal's going to be. I think we've done, gone so, down and in, into an existential crisis, and, and I think that's as far down as we can go in this one. I threw a hockey reference in just just for Jackie because she's in the Great White North. That's right. Hey. So, Harry, is there anything else you would recommend or do, or that you currently do that you like i mean finding a system looking forward is concerned finding a system is probably the biggest one whatever works for you be it notion or craft or drafts or just a notebook um a vision board uh a kanban board trello you know any anything like that just you know getting it on on paper on on the screen visualizing it and and you know putting putting the goals somewhere that you can see is probably step one Um, Mm -hmm. and then, you know, once, once you have them in front of you, you can then break them down further. You can sort of get a bigger picture, even something like mind node or, or just mind mapping it, you know, drawing circles and lines together to, to, to connect pieces together. Um, you know, using something like obsidian or Rome where you can link your, your notes together. Maybe each goal gets a note and you find different ways to link them together and you start building this, you know, outboard brain of your own, um, to see how things connect and, and help you accomplish those goals or pro- finish those projects. So, you know, there, there are different ways to do it. It really just depends on, on how you how you prefer to organize your life. But, you know, step one is getting it out of your head and, and into something else. Yeah, when we had Brooks from Agent Efficiency here, um, that was one of the things he was talking about is keeping your goals visible where you can see them. Yes. Oh, yeah, that- Bear's giving me a little note. Hold on. It says, you can do it. And there's a cute little sketch of a bear on top of a mountain raising his berry arm triumphantly. Are you saying he has the right to bear arms? Oh, my gosh. Maybe we should include this image with this episode. I got <laughs> okay. I think that we talked, have we talked enough about 
prepping for the week ahead. I know something I don't do anymore that I used to do is the note, that idea that I got from Sean Blanc, where he would write down his three most important tasks for the day, um, for tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the work-life system does that little, too. Yeah, note and just leave it on the front of your keyboard or wherever you're going to see it first thing in the morning. Yeah, it's it's important to you know even even at a, a just a daily level you know what do you want to get done today it's it's important to put that down on paper somewhere and to, to see it you know we have the the note cards and the um the the mosaic organizer from Baron Fig that were kindly mm-hmm. provided to us by them and that's a great way to do it you know get an index card and just write it down and put it in front of your computer so you can see it. Yep, I love index cards. I've been using them forever and ever and ever. They're super yeah. useful tools. So Harry, I think that's it. I think that's everything. I think that means it's time uh, for me to roll out the outro script. Yes, your goal for this episode is to read the outro. Watch me achieve my goal, baby. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. If you enjoy the work that Harry and I do and you'd like to show your support, consider becoming a patron over at patreon.com slash homeworkpodcast. Each week you'll find bonus content like fun episodes and interviews, worksheets, and you'll be able to listen as we record the show live every Thursday night as we're doing right now. Harry Sneak Peek, um, next week drops my first episode of How to Break Up With Your Phone in 30 Days. Excellent. I thought you were going to say album for a second. (laughs) That's going to be the uh, extra credit uh, episode series for this month is going to be five episodes long Excellent. as I try to break up with my phone uh, using the book of that title. So look forward to that, uh, patrons. Uh, we'd like to thank this week's Level 2 sponsors, Chris Allen Jones, Jackie Hollywood-Brown, John Kivis, Damian Barrett, and Kel Stewart. You can also hang out with us on Discord and chat with like-minded homeworkers, ask questions, and exchange tips and tricks. You'll find the link to that in this episode's show notes, which can be found at thehomeworkpodcast.com slash episode slash 273, as well as the picture of the little happy bear on Dave's phone. If you like the show, please leave us a review and or star rating in Apple Podcasts or wherever you find your podcasts. It really does help other people find the show. You can find out more about us at our Linktree accounts. Harry is at linktr.ee slash hcmarks. And you'll find me over at slash Dave Kalo. Harry, I know you're working on the show. I know there's the book. What's all your fun, cool stuff that you can tell the people about? Uh, I've got the new blog, The Study, so from the mm-hmm. dot study, uh, and it's a sort of a, a way for me to, to write about all the things I love. I retired my old blog, Curious Rat, so this is this is actually replaced the newsletter I was working on. There is a newsletter component, but I'm right. I did a, a roundup of my the the equipment I use to do my coffee in the morning and my routine. Um, I I'm working on a review of the new Twisby Eco Pen that just came out a couple of months ago um, that I just got my hands on. Um, you know, stuff that sort of piques my interest across. Uh, technology, um, fashion, um, watches, like whiskey, scotch, all that stuff. So, you know, if I find it interesting, it's going up on the site. Nice. Um, Also, let's see. Today is April 15th as of this recording. Um, You could go over to tabletophero.net. That is your library for all things 5th edition Dungeons & Dragons, including... Uh, original monsters, adventures, and encounters written by yours truly. I also have an online virtual Dungeons & Dragons group for kids um, starting at 7 and going through high school. Registration is open right now, uh, so go on over there register your kids. It is the most fun they will have during quarantine. 
Ooh, yes, very, I have to I have to re up my son for the next session. <laughs> you gotta you gotta see what happens in the story. Um, thanks so much for listening and thanks for being uh, supporting the show. We love it and we love talking to you guys every week, and we will do so again next week. And until then, go get some work done. Bye, bye.